Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Hello and welcome to the RSL Show. This is Andy Munoz, your super producer. I'm taking the title from the Claret and Cobalt podcast. Uh, this is the RSL Show. That's Joshua Clark over there. Hey. And uh, today in studio, live in person, uh, with a scarf around his neck and a Park Cafe Breakfast Club hoodie, we've got Sean Miller, the owner, founder of the Park Cafe. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, man. Anytime. Yeah. Love it. Dude, you look like a soccer player. When I put the scarf on, for sure. <laughs> no, you, dude, you look like a like a head coach. Yeah, he looks like a gaffer with a scarf, for I'd sure. I'd really enjoyed to do that, but it, it, I know nothing about tactics, so it'd be worse than Ted Lasso. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look like uh, you could be the head coach for San Jose Earthquakes. Well, I'd be glowing right now. Yeah. 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 I'd be glowing. Oof. Patting my star player on the back would be lovely. Yeah, could you imagine um, being a team that's already eliminated from the playoffs, coming into Real Salt Lake, a stadium where RSL has won seven, the last seven, seven home row. matches, right, yeah. in a row, and you beat Real Salt Lake. Why? Because you have an incredible star athlete american hero just an amazing guy wandalowski is the jersey here oh there it is yeah chris wandalowski go ahead and keep fanboying over there bud okay all right i'm upset why are you upset how many times is he gonna come score against rsl you know what i mean I, like you can't figure him out we can't figure him out it already I think happened he scored, this year i think he scored what four <laughs> goals this year and three of them are against rsl yeah he scores a lot of goals. Not this year. Only against RSL. He's at 170 career goals. Sure, but this year, man. And you still don't RSL. mark Chris Wondolowski? Mark him tight? Foul him? I don't know. Do something. He's invisible. Must be. Yeah. It's it's just, it's frustrating. Like, I respect the hell out of him, but I, I'm more frustrated at, like, our guys, right? Like, you know what he can do. If I were a defender, like if I were a defender on Real Salt Lake, I'd be bear hugging him in the box. Yeah, I I would be um, piggybacking on him. I'd rather give up. I would rather him score a PK than just these Wando goals that make us look stupid. Yeah, any day. Yeah. Again, my name's Andy Munoz from the RSL Show. That's Joshua Clark. Did we do an intro? You did. We you did. did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I love you for keeping <laughs> pumping up the cafe. There's yeah. Nothing like this guy. Marketing team. Yeah, Dude, we're going to hit the street. We're going to hit the street Instagram with your stickers. story the other day. Goodness gracious. I could use it as an ad. I, I think I, I did. Yeah, I did, I did a uh, I did an ad for Park Cafe. Well done. Well, I came in and I wanted a Gustavo burrito. And literally that morning, Josh. I woke up and in my head, dude, I don't know if it's because I'm Hispanic or what, but I was like, I want chorizo, chorizo. You can say it like it's meant to be said. It's okay. Dude, I wanted it. 
And then I went to Park Cafe, and he, I ordered the burrito, and he literally says, hey, I'm going to pack this thing with chorizo. Not even, I didn't even mention it. He just read my mind. I know his body. <laughs> you, can, you can see what he needs. <laughs> he knows my body. Inch to inch. <laughs> I can tell by the way you're walking, you needed some chorizo. Yeah, dude. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what prompted that, though, for real? I don't know. I just thought it would be the Wando burrito. Yeah, we're all, like oh, on the same man. brainwave, dude. Wando burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Extra special. Yeah. A little extra kick at the end. <sighs> yeah, dude. So I went to Park Cafe, and then outside we had seen, or I had seen, I, I was there alone, the Park Cafe Breakfast Club hoodies, the specials that that we created, kind of, right? Uh, the logo. You created it, yeah. Well, I mean, you... The, I mean, the, the inside ex- part, it, yeah. I mean, part of it, but yeah. you kind of... It's like the rug in Big Lebowski. It brought the whole thing together. Do people like it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think yeah, that, that's the most important person to like it. Yeah, you are the kind <laughs> of most important I, person. I bet. Like it. yeah. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. I so if, if you guys don't know about the Park Cafe, uh, where is it located? It's uh, right by Liberty Park. The south entrance of Liberty Park. It's uh, 600 East and 1300 South. It's like an old house that got converted into a restaurant a long time ago. That is so dope, dude. I love where it's at. Yeah. It's cool. Um, Sean's not here. He's not paying us money to say these things. We just love the Park Cafe, and we've loved it for years. Yeah, that's why. Unofficial sponsors of the Park Cafe. I feel like it's been going on a decade now that I've been eating there. Yeah. That hurts my brain. It, dude. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about Beckerman's retirement stuff or putting his name up is like wow. I'm like I've been watching RSL matches for a while, a long time. You Crazy. have some cool Beckerman stories. We all, I think everybody has them from watching, and then I have like a couple extra because I got to hang out with him a few times. And I guess I get up earlier now and don't really go out anymore the way I used to. But like seeing those guys at the games, and then every once in a while getting to hang out with the guys after the games. Yeah. Pretty cool. So that's why we invited Sean. You have some cool Kyle Beckerman memories. We also uh, reached out to people on the socials. We asked them, like, what Kyle Beckerman meant to them, what kind of cool memories they had. We'll share those a little bit later. Um, Josh is looking at me. You look teary-eyed. No, you already cried when he retired. Yeah, I just miss him. Yeah. We could use him in this new setup we're playing. You can use so? a Beckerman-like player, yeah. Okay. It's it's the big weakness in this 3-5-2 we're playing right now. Very cool. Um, do you want to bring more energy to this podcast? You're a little... Uh... I'm a little emotional right now, okay? <laughs> he watched. He said he watched a bunch of uh, watched a Beckerman bunch of highlights Beckerman. last night, so I can understand being emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Big week. I remember when I met you and you were playing FIFA. Like You would only play with Real Salt Lake, and you would simulate games. I'd simulate games. What do you mean? Like you would play the teams that... Oh, that were coming up in the season? Yeah. yeah. That's how young you were, dude. You were yeah. playing video... I mean, you still play video games. But... I was up till 1 a.m. <laughs> playing Fortnite last night, so yeah, I still do. <laughs> dude. Oh, I miss Fortnite. Dude, we had a good squad last night. Uh, we were playing for Pierre's birthday. <sighs> was Happy it birthday, for... Pierre. Was it four people? Me, Brock, Pierre, and Bean. And Bean. Nice. Yeah. Second place all day. Yeah, dude. That's all we can get is second place. Yeah, Sean, you never play Fortnite. I played Halo a while back, but since, like, and then I played the Star Wars game when that first came out, because Battlefront was so cool. Like, Luke Skywalker running around, ripping people in half. Loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty badass. But that was kind of the last game I played. I'm sorry, I just swore. No, it's no, fine, it's dude. Fine. We're, We're a part of the KSL Sports Network. I know. You That's can... why I have to be more careful. You're allowed one. I like swear. KSL. Do you you're... like KSL? Yeah, you're I allowed do. one I like moderate KSL swords because one of my friends is the editor over there. This <laughs> 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 made me laugh, dude. <laughs> you know what's crazy though is, um, so I was talking with uh, maybe maybe some listeners will know. His name is Spencer Linton. Does that ring any bells? He does like uh, he does like. Color commentary sideline for BYU. He's a oh everybody knows who he is in BYU uh-huh. in the Provo area. But he was there anchoring last night, so I was producing the show and we were talking about KSL. And undoubtedly, like as a kid, I was watching KSL, but I asked him, like, hey, what kind of made you want to get into sports anchoring? And he was talking about like watching KSL Sports Beat, like the show that's still on tonight, like every single night, every weekend. 
Um, he was talking about it, uh, watching on the uh, watching it on the TV in the eighties, dude. Like, I you know I don't I don't come from broadcast. I've never worked in broadcast, so to hear those stories that like you know thirty, forty, fifty plus years on the air doing sports, it's kind of cool. And the the fact that the RSL show is now on KSL Sports is pretty rad. It's kind of mind blowing that they would want this content of all things. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a chance. Yeah, that's what it's, I a, think. it's a flyer. They're, right? they're taking a swing. Yeah, that's that's what the guy said. Taking a that swing. did our contract. But we're on honestly, the second pitch, you know. Going back to like sports beat, dude. I didn't have cable when I was a kid. We had the rabbit ears and everything. Mm-hmm. That was the only place you saw highlights. Yep. That or like George Michael's Sports Machine. You guys don't know what that is. And if no. there's any older listeners listening right now that know what that is, just know that. You and I are in the same boat. <laughs> nice, dude. 40 plus, baby. Yeah. 40 plus. Yeah, I'm not there. Dude, yeah, I'm, but... I'm 33, man. I, I know I'm going to blink and I'll be 40 tomorrow. It feels like that, right? Yeah. But that's just time. It's weird. But then, like we're just saying, like you're thinking about Beckerman and be playing in like Robbie Keane guns, you know, oh, like man. just like oh, so many of his celebration, the Becker bombs, just one after another, and then thinking about how long some of that was ago that some of that was, yeah, you know, like the Concacaf Championship game, the Yellow Kits, yeah, dude, I was a child when that game, the Concacaf yeah. game, we I took a limo down there, that was fun as heck, but till the result, and then we all rode back yeah. in silence, somber, yeah, <laughs> no one talk, yeah, it was horrid. <laughs> oh my. We're all disappointed. What did I say about talking? <laughs> I've never wanted to run onto a pitch in my life until the Concacaf final when we lost it because I, Dude. I wanted to hurt somebody. Oh, I'll never. I f- thought you were rooting for Monterey. <laughs> no, I'll never forget the image no. of of Kyle and Sabo on the field after the game. Dude, my God, it's just ingrained. Yeah, yeah. I nightmares about it. They can, uh, if you go to therapy, they they have like this tactic where they can tap in and I, uh, erase. Have it. an appointment here in about an hour, dude. Talk to her about that. W- can you make <laughs> me forget some horrible soccer memories? <laughs> I know we're talking about motorcycle accidents today, but can we can we go over some some finals losses that are really bugging me? <laughs> There's a couple i can think of <laughs> still that haven't right watched on the edge of my mind <laughs> still haven't watched the highlights for any of them because i can't bring myself it's to do traumatic it. dude it is ptsd man hey, i'm telling you yeah. anyway should we talk about some other horrid soccer that was played this weekend yeah let's talk about well real quick let's go over the standings um so seattle sounders sitting in first place uh followed closely by sporting kc seattle does have a match in hand against them uh colorado third place um we know they're a good team, but damn, that sucks, knowing they're sitting in third. Uh, Portland in fourth, Minnesota fifth, uh, LA Galaxy sitting in sixth, Chicharito with a great goal last night, shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps sitting in seventh, and then Real Salt Lake, you've got them just below the playoff line, uh, sitting in eighth. Now, I I haven't really sat down, and I haven't I haven't looked at, okay, if we win... This match, and if this team result goes this way for that team and this team, then we might have a chance. Like, how mm-hmm. complicated is it? Like, do we still even have a go at yeah. the playoffs? Yes, but we have to win tomorrow against Portland. We have to, must win. If we don't win tomorrow, I think our chances go down to like twelve percent or something like that, maybe lower. Right. And so, what do you think? Like, I mean, going up against a Portland sitting. In fourth place with 15 wins, four draws, uh, four draws, <laughs> and 13 losses. I mean, they're not their record isn't. It's not great. Yeah, it's not that much different from Real Salt Lake. I mean, they've 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 only really have two more wins than us. Well, and the same number of losses. If if we've learned anything from the pattern of Real Salt Lake, we'll beat them because they're above us in the table. It's weird, right? Yeah. If they're below us, though, we have no shot, it seems. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's so true, though, right? Like, San, it's, San it's Jose made comes no sense. In. It's made no sense. San Jose is out, right? Like, right. Almeida, Almeida said it himself. He said, hey, like, there's, there's plenty of players who, you know, didn't want the season to be over, but it's over, and I know they're upset. They come into Rio Tinto. They should lose because technically we've won the last seven matches well, at home. And that first 30 minutes or so prettiest soccer we've played mm-hmm. we just couldn't score 
outside of the first goal, right? Like, yeah, we could have had four or five in that first 30 minutes, but yeah. we didn't finish our chances. Yeah. We absolutely should have put them away. And then I don't know what happens, but absolute meltdown, right? And, yeah, we lose 4-3. But the, the biggest thing for me, I don't really want to talk about the goals, right? The goals we conceded were soft, mm-hmm. absolutely soft. The biggest thing for me is it wasn't the, the formation that lost us this game. It was individual errors, right? Every single goal came from someone screwing up. So okay. I don't want to hear this, well, we should go back to the four four two because obviously that wasn't working before either. The biggest problem with the three five two we have now is we don't have a lot of great players in the spots we need them to be. Okay. The reason I'm okay with us continuing this three five two is because let's say we get a new owner, I hope, they can invest in those players. Everyone else will be ready to go, right, with this formation, and we can just continue what we're doing and keep scoring goals. Because I think we're playing entertaining soccer for the most part. So we bring in another center back so Eric Colt never has to see the field again. We bring in a new Kyle Beckerman, a younger Everton player, right? Because Everton could play in front of the back three. He just he seems to have lost a little bit this last year. Would you guys agree? I think he enjoys going forward a lot more. I think he does too, and I, I think he, he doesn't have that uh, commitment to the defensive side of the ball that we need him to have at the moment. Yeah, it leaves you wide open, and then you've got people Especially like Eric Holt. Yeah, he's yeah, Eric in the we've back. We've been absolutely exposed in transition, right? Yeah. So we need to find a Beckerman type to just, a Michael Bradley type, you know, to just sit in front of those back three and destroy things. Yeah. If we can do that this offseason and continue to play this 3-5-2, I think we're going to be a huge threat next year. So I don't want to see a switch back to the four four two. I really don't. You're already on next year talk, dude. I am because I don't. I'm so sick of next year talk. It Why? is every year. But to think of like just as like an aside from what you're saying, like if you imagine what we would have all felt like thinking we're battling for the playoffs at the start of the season, yeah. that's what we were hoping for. At like pretty much, I think most people were like best case scenario. Sure. We're going to be battling for the playoffs. So – in a way, this year is successful, especially without ownership, especially with coaching change. I think this year is year. is an absolute success. And then the style of play, because mm-hmm. I, I love the bangers. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. You go to a game and you'll see like two that you're like, wow. Yep. We're scoring goals. We, a. We've scored 50% more goals than we scored last year mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. I mean, a lot of individual records, right? Like Oh, Demir and Albert, yeah. man. And that's crazy. And Albert, and Albert is only having a good second half of the season. That's Albert insane. has only been good since Freddie left. Yeah. But think about man, that. Man, has he been good. But think about if we had this Albert the entire season. Oh, yeah. With Demir clicking like he's clicking, with Aaron clicking like he's clicking. Buddies. But it just is like like you guys are saying, there's hope. There's, there's absolutely hope. hope. It's, even for this year, the, the team could be really frisky if it gets to the playoffs. Yeah. Can, we can score goals. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not counting they, us out yet. But I could definitely see it going right. poorly, right? Because we're we're not getting the results we should be getting, which is absolutely frustrating. Yeah. But there's also but like so much saying, good. If it's individual mistakes that you right. see that are Cut making the out. goals, tightening it up yeah. just a little bit. Don't Just you, a little bit. Don't play Nick Beasler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're good. I like Nick Beasler, but, yeah. but at the same time, like, yeah. let's stick with Everton for the rest of the year. Feels like the... Focus has been a little lost by Nick. Well, and you know, it's probably really hard to play in that mask. Yeah. I feel like your your vision has to be get extremely a, Get a clear mask, man. Maybe that'll help your peripherals. Like, I doubt it. doesn't look as cool, though. Yeah. I doubt it. I don't know. There's an aesthetic part of soccer. Like, guys are mostly good looking. You don't want to put on an ugly mask. Yeah, you got to look cool. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like if you wore ugly boots. Yeah. It affects Yuck. your performance. Okay. Yeah, that's that's true. I okay. All right. <laughs> I was kidding. Boots. Boots. Um cool. So I mean we have uh we, we get we play Portland tomorrow, obviously, um at the half. It's it seems like it's gonna be a real cool event. And I think it's actually leading up to the half. No, actually before the match. I guess before the match. Um yeah. they're gonna honor Kyle Beckerman, number fifteen. What? What? Five. Oh, five, bud. I'll edit that. Uh they're gonna hire. They're, they're going to. Wasn't he fifteen at some point? National yeah, team. National team. Uh, but he was fourteen for a while too because he liked having the one and four equal five. You know. 
Is that real? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Superstition yeah. in in yeah. soccer is an absolute. He's he's all about number five until Jurgen was like, "You're playing the number that you are." picked on the team so then you've got 15. gotcha okay listen 15 wasn't wrong i was right but yeah kb5 um so we reached out to people on social media uh we asked you know what kyle beckerman meant to them and before we pull that off uh i want to hit the ogs up uh real quickly which are you two um you were at the rice Eccles, like opening match weren't you yeah beckerman was not i know that <laughs> I know that no, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, saying that, isn't that weird? I know, like, but you're you're an, o- like you're an I am OG. an OG. Yeah. You're an OG, and you're an OG because of the re- relationships that you personally lucky. have with Kyle. Yeah, lucky that I got to meet yeah so many cool people that that cafe and so Josh relationships. Quick recap, dude. Like, what does Kyle Beckerman mean to you and to this club? Um, and what's your favorite memory of Kyle? I mean, it's pretty simple, Beckerman. <clears throat> I think he embodies the club, right? He embodies the spirit of Real Salt Lake. Always had a chip on his shoulder, you know, always was stuck in, always was passionate. And that's that's how I want to think that the fans are, right? I think we all kind of learned from him that we're, we're here no matter what, right? And we're, we're here through the thick of it. And we'll have to, if we have to punch someone in the face, we will, even though you don't, because that's assault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think he just – he. When you think of Real Salt Lake, you think of Kyle Beckerman, Nick Romando, Javi, right? Like, yeah. Maybe not the younger guys, like the newer kids that are coming in and watching, but anyone over 20 years old, like that is who you think of. Um, and, man, as far as a favorite memory, obviously the Becker bomb in Portland. I was there. That was the same. Yeah. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, there was – do you remember when we went to do the commercial in like early February at the stadium at night? commercial yeah oh like, yeah 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 do, yeah do you remember when we were just waiting on the field for it to all happen and he comes walking out with the ball and says hey guys you want to want to kick want to have a kick about it was just so cool because you're like oh my god this is kyle beckerman and he wants to pass the ball with me right so just stupid little memories like that are my favorite yeah but it, it's things that i appreciate and will always remember as a fan awesome yeah yeah, he never felt. I mean, you never felt like he put himself up above on a pedestal. Like no. even even just playing style and even things that teammates or coaches have said about him, um, he always, he's always just seemed kind of like a like a humble dude. Very uh, a great soccer player, but not you know just minus the ego. I feel like. Well, the the ego only came out on the field. Yeah, he, exactly. he's like a Jekyll and Hyde guy, right? As soon as that game is over, totally different dude. Yeah, exactly. But. For the hour pre-match and then through the match, probably the scariest guy in the building. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, a little bit. So definitely the most intense. Absolutely, definitely the most intense. Yeah. You can see it on his face. Like sometimes during the match, you just like look at him and you're watching him like get after the ref or yep. a player on the opposing you know team, and it's just fire or if someone was messing with a teammate of his mm-hmm. you didn't do that with Kyle Ren. yeah yeah because he would ruin you you know <laughs> what I mean and if and if there was a bad tackle on a teammate you knew Kyle was gonna go get revenge yeah you knew he always had everyone's back it was incredible predictable in a in a good in a, in good a great way, way. Yeah. yeah because he was gonna get away with it consistent too. Yeah. yeah predictable and very consistent he was gonna crush somebody yeah but get away with it yeah and you could always count on that errant yellow Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's like, oh, yeah. uh, there he goes. One for mouthing off, yeah. you know what I mean? The mouthing off, and then a couple fouls right afterwards, and yep. you're like, well, <laughs> he kind of deserved it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, do you remember in the bubble against San Jose, and it's probably the last red card he got, but when he just kicked the ball at the ref? That's my favorite, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, that's my so favorite uh, just walk-off moment. Like, yep. that's that uh, Was that his last match? Oh, no. It was his la- it might have like, been. I don't know. I can't remember everything right now. Is I want that might have been his last match. I th- maybe correct us if Did we're wrong. Did he have a last home match? I don't think so. No, I think that was it. I think it was in the bubble, dude. And then he announced retirement. It's all very no because we played we played back here after the bubble. We could be wrong. I don't know I why it wrong. feels. I don't know why it, it feels, feels that like way. But I think we're I wrong. Think, yeah, I think we're. I think yeah. he did play again. But I think that was his last red. Yeah, Sean, um, you have a real cool perspective, dude. So uh, again, for people who don't know who Sean is, he owns the Park Cafe. But uh, your restaurant, your cafe is 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 kind of like a staple. I want to say 
not only with the community, but sports. Um, you have a ton of players who go in, not only from Real Salt Lake, but, you know, um, people from the U. Uh, I don't know, man. Have you ever had, like, BYU players or any Utah Jazz players? You have, right? Coach. Coach, Coach comes up, yeah. Yeah. Kalani's up every once in a while. Yeah, so you get to know these people um, in very in a very like cool, unique way because once they start to come in a little bit more, then the conversation starts, and then you're just a cool dude. By default, you become friends with people, and so that's happened with uh, Kyle in a few ways. And of course, you've got personal stories. I don't know if you want to share those, but what are like some cool memories of Kyle that you have either on or off the pitch? Um, and what, uh, it's kind of the same question. Like what's, what's he mean to you and your RSL fandom? I think honestly, he's the reason why I became a fan. Um, um, the hair I am, I'm sucker for all that kind of stuff, but like <laughs> he had dreads, man, like cool, cool dude, fiery and like so recognizable. So if you weren't even a soccer fan, you'd see Kyle and be like, wait, that's Beckerman. Mm-hmm. Like that's that guy. So even before I started watching, I, I got to meet Beckerman the same, I think it was the championship season. So I got to meet all these guys right before they won the the, the cup. And uh, he was, like you're saying, Andy, he's just humble, yeah. nice guy that, like, just more when you talk to him, he wants to talk about you more than he wants to talk about himself, mm-hmm. which is weird, <laughs> I guess, for somebody that's, like, as accomplished as he is. So I think he like the st- his style of just the person he is, the way he carried himself, was enough to make me want to go and watch. And he was definitely the first person I knew who was a player on the team because it's so recognizable. Like I said, right? And you see him like you know in the highlights or whatever. And you're like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. Um, my favorite story and one I haven't shared yet is uh, when he uh, joined the national team when Jurgen became coach. He got called up. And uh, he played with, I think it was, I don't think it was World Cup, but I'm not exactly sure. I think it was the qualifying matches. He played in a bunch of them with the U.S. team. And that summer, or that, sorry, that winter, he went to Germany to train with a couple professional German teams. Mm -hmm. And during that time, he was hitting me up on Twitter, telling me how much he wanted to have breakfast again. (laughs) He's like, oh, man, I miss American breakfast so much. Because he was just traveling around, you know, doing the whole winter. And when he got back, he came in, brought me a kit. Like, it's awesome. But, I mean, to have this interaction with a guy that I, like, looked up to. Mm -hmm. And, like you're saying, just the most humble person, making it about, like, oh, I'm so excited to come have Park Cafe again. Like, oh, dude, I'm so excited to watch you play. Like, right. this is ridiculous. I'm like, want to buy a jersey of his and wear it around every day. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe even put my hair in dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> you could try. Oh, I don't think I want to anymore because he cut his off. All of, all the guys that have dreadlocks end up cutting their hair short. Yeah. I don't want to cut my hair short. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to grow it. Willie Nelson style. Do it. Maybe braids. I could see you in braids. I'd like it eventually. Yeah. Just got to keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see you bleach your hair at least one time. I don't, I never do that. Yeah. I never got in the frosted tips. I bet you did. No. no. I definitely did. Yeah. Josh yeah. definitely Dude, did. I was in a Hispanic household, bro. If I had dyed anything, I was out. Didn't matter if I was 11, <laughs> 11 or 12 years old, dude. My dad would have thrown me out. Come out of the bathroom. Like, yeah. Get out. Yeah. You're fending for yourself now. <laughs> Seriously. Um, what about like on the pitch? Like, what's a like one of your favorite Kyle Beckerman moments on the pitch? Honestly, my favorite stuff were like, yeah, the Becker bombs. It's just they kind of all bleed together. They do. But most of my favorite things that I remember him doing was when he celebrated the finger gun, the Robbie Keane, Robbie Keane finger guns, the canoe. I was at that match just in L.A. So many incredible. great ones. Yeah, yeah, so many great ones because he was trying to get under the skin of the other team so bad, and you know that they were just sitting over there seething, pissed off. But it all, all kind of bleeds together that way. I think my m- most favorite thing to think about Kyle was just how strong he was. Like mm-hmm. it was constant. He was putting the team on his back emotionally, and he was, like you're saying, he's going to go even scores. He was going to go make sure that it was going to be a – you know, physical match that was going to work in our yeah. favor. If the if the referee is having a bad game, he was going to let him know. You know what I mean? Like, Heck he, yeah, he was just reliable in that way. Yeah, absolutely steady. 
And I think the fans <laughs> feel that way. So I'm just going to read a, a, uh, a few comments, not Q comments, a few comments uh, from IG, and then we'll move on to Twitter. So uh, Jesse Roberts says, World Cup representing the red, white, and blue. Uh, Jay Payne SLC says, Kyle politely shoving people over just to remind them who owns the midfield. Um, D. Ricky said when he came up to visit and speak at uh, USU. That's pretty cool. Um, can't read this one on on this podcast, but it says being a boss. I'll censor myself. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bean Mace. Uh, his favorite memory of Kyle Beckerman is uh, him blocking him on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i don't think it probably took a lot to get kyle to block you on twitter no probably not uh so i'm just gonna read these i'm just not gonna do the names so let's see his uh all his time with rsl i think he is the human personality of this club that's what i said percent agree yeah Yeah. honestly man like if rsl was a person it's kyle beckerman uh finger goal celebration uh partying him or partying with him at the club after winning the Western Conference semis in Portland. Nice. That's pretty cool. That is. That's um, awesome. I bet that was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, can I buy you a beer? Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah. The no-look assist to Saburio in the MLS Cup 2013 and his oh, yeah. goal off the corner kick in Portland. Oh, yeah. Um, somebody says, working with him at UVU Soccer, which I think would actually be a really cool experience. Um, Ruben says, Kyle Backerman lifting the cup. Uh, which is there? That's a good memory. I mean, dude, you could you you could talk about that, and you just envision it, right? Like you can see it. I can see the whole the video kids, of the whole team, the hair, Pablo Campos being right in front where he didn't deserve to be. <laughs> you know, like there's always those people, dude. I'm one of those. Like every group soccer photo, I'm like I'm in front. Um, let's see, RSL show Twitter. We asked the same question, uh, so let's read a few of the comments here. Uh, Keenan says one that comes to mind was just a few years ago during Ramondo's last year. Uh, we had a supporters meet the team event at the zebra where player, uh, where players signed autographs and Kyle stayed behind later than everyone to make sure that he got to meet and sign each supporters, uh, items class act. Yeah. Yeah. Great. hundred percent. Um, let's see. Joseph, he does the, uh, L show RSL L show rail. Uh, he writes, in all seriousness, my favorite Beckerman moment was when he showed up to my youngest brother's soccer game to support a kid on his team with some health problems. Uh, what a guy. And I loved how he totally bossed the midfield against Belgium. Oh, wait. Yeah. Could have used him that game. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, keep doing the podcast in Spanish. Also, if you're a Spanish speaker, El Show Real. Is it El, El Show Real or El Show Arizal? El, El Show Real. El Show Real. Uh, go check it out. They have way cooler players on their podcast than we do sometimes. Yeah, we need to step up our game, huh? Yeah, we'll we'll get some cool guests. Uh, Cheeky says that every time Kyle would sign a kit or anything for his kids, Gabe and Tio, that uh, Beckerman would write, you know, dream big on the jersey. So uh, just real cool stuff there. Um, let's see. Heath writes, uh, volleying a winner off a corner kick at Portland in 2012. Uh, Preston says, in 2017, I traveled to an away game in Portland, and Kyle unleashed a Becker bomb to open the scoring then in the second half. Uh, So great stuff there. Let's see. Any others? Uh, Fatima says, exactly November 2009 when he kissed the trophy in L.A. So Absolutely. Without a doubt. And there's more on Facebook. Um, We just, you know, we won't go through all of them, but I think the common common factor here is that, yeah, you know, Kyle Beckerman embodies the club. He embodies the city, the the culture of soccer in Real Salt Lake. Um, I think my favorite memory, uh, it, it has to be kicking the soccer ball at the referee. Yeah, that's your favorite. You're going to go with that one? Just flicking one it because like it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's because it's like the, it's just the best way to go out. Um, you know, with his attitude and with the kind of person that he is, like, He's a professional, but he's also just like shithousery. Yeah. Do you know I got a red card for basically the same thing in high school? You did? Yeah. I played keeper, right? And <laughs> the ref called the PK on me, and I disagreed with him. Way to make this about you. So No, I'm just saying. It's <laughs> just as a memory. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so I wouldn't give the referee the ball because I disagreed with him. So I finally gave him the ball by drop kicking it into his chest. 
Terrible person. Yeah. You're a terrible person. It happened. Yeah. So you, you did that with force. You you would, did it with the intention to hurt. Yes. That's the difference. Kyle just... He did it for fun. He just yeah. flicked it at him, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I... Yeah, I was mad. <laughs> this is uh, why I don't play anymore. You sure you want that in the podcast? I don't care. Yeah. We'll Sometimes you have to come clean. Yeah. It's the only way to let go. Yeah. Good you job, know? Josh. Yeah. 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 We're here for you. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is helping. Your appointment... Your appointment at yeah. 11 is helping a lot. Yeah. Good yes. job. Way yeah. to take ownership. You were becoming so healthy. Hey, dude, therapy is cool. Way to take ownership. It really is. But honestly, for, for anyone that like is hesitant to go to therapy, just do it, man. Me? <laughs> just do it. There's no stigma anymore. No. Just go. Yeah. You'll feel so cool much better. people are doing it, dude. Honestly. It's like therapy is the new... Uh, it's, it's, cool. it's, the new uh, it's the new CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's but, the new CrossFit. But CrossFit's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway. um, this segment of the RSL show is brought to you by One Wire Fiber. Uh, OneWire.co. If you're a business owner and you need to keep in contact with your clients, uh, you need to keep in contact with your team, uh, that you can access your favorite CRM over all of your devices. You can work on the road. You're not going to have any connectivity issues. They also wire... You know, they'll come in pre-wire basically like a new business just to make sure that you've got the fastest service available. So that's OneWire Fiber. Uh, check them out, OneWire.co. We appreciate their efforts in sponsoring the RSL show. This is why we can do this. And also, shout out Park Cafe, our secondary sponsor. Um, thank you for all the dirty spice chais, the free ones that you give me anyway. You're welcome. I appreciate Any you. Anytime. Yeah. I like powering Andy Munoz, the man of no sleep. <laughs> I have no problem doing that. Yeah. Oh, also, let me uh, shout out a few people. So I ran into Francisco at the Real Salt Lake game. Uh, Francisco is happy to know that we are back um, in full force. He, I think he works at night, and he's like, dude, what happened to the shows? Um, I work a lot. You guys were like my main. I was listening to you guys all the time. Uh, we're back in full force. We were in contract negotiations. Yeah, we were being very difficult. Yeah, very difficult. And honestly, I felt the same way. I listen to you guys a lot when I go run, uh, just listen to the podcasts and stuff. So I want you guys to keep, keep it up. Dude, like how, it. how could you run and listen to us? It's awesome. Sometimes I laugh, and that's hard. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, that only happens, you know, Rarely. every once in a while. Yeah. I need to get pumped up if I'm running, dude. Oh, dude, no way I like listening to news. I'm weird. Yeah. I'd hardly listen to music anymore. It's really awful. Yeah. I'm always listening to like sports news or news news or. Yeah. Love it. Wrong with it. Yeah. I listen to mostly podcasts now. Yeah. Not not music. Yeah. Rich Roll's been my stuff lately. Whoa, that was close. But Rich Roll (laughs) has really been my thing lately. Have you ever listened to Rich Roll podcast? Never even heard it. What's it? It's all about health. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, like I'm trying to, you know, work on the health from the inside out. Getting old. You, yeah, you look great. Do that. Thanks. You look great, dude. Honestly, thanks. You're in better shape it. than I am, but that's not hard. I'm not. In, you in don't have shape. time. We keep going over this, dude. Yeah. I see your Instagram. You're like working in the morning, mm-hmm. then he's working it in the evening, mm-hmm. and then he's working late at night, and yeah. then he's editing the all the stuff for the news. And well, and any free time that I have, MLS is calling me. Yeah. And they're giving me earfuls. Dude. And. Earfuls. Where the heck is all my new Saltaire FC stuff, especially going into Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Hey, everyone on Twitter, get after Andy and yeah, Saltaire FC. Yeah, please get after Andy. We're pushing for a fall slash winter release. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to buy some of your loved ones some Saltaire FC gear some for, new fresh for gear. Christmas? Saltaire Football Club. Or holiday season. And, you know, Andy's just mad because I'm wearing an Ashbury Park sweater right now. Dude. I'm wearing and my Saltaire FC stuff. Well, so I did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. I totally did. I wanted him to come in and be like, "It did oh, motivate me rival a club." Bit. And I'm like, "Well, you haven't put out anything new, so yeah. I'm well, gonna start let buying their this stuff." This be another motivation, putting it on the podcast. Yeah, but yeah, if you're out there and you want Saltaire FC stuff as well, Andy's gonna edit all this out. Please, no, I'll leave it in. Give Andy a hard time. Support he deserves it anyways. Support yeah. fake yeah. soccer. Support we'll, we'll fake soccer. Yeah. And give Andy a hard time. Both of these things are important. By the way, by the way, in full transparency, Salter FC did well for yeah. its first nine months when it was pretty active. Mm-hmm. Um, no fun money was made. It just went literally back into Salter FC and 
ways to help support our cell show and cool Into equipment. car wraps. Videos, yeah. <laughs> well, let's make you some fun yeah. money, huh? Nah, dude, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well. It's not about that. I'll handle shipping if you do it. Okay, cool. All right. I'll help try and And now that I've got ideas. the business side figured out, I can cut you a check and you can... You don't know. even want one. All right. I just want new Air gear so I don't have to wear Ashbury Park. Okay. And I'd like you to keep be involved say- in some way. You keep saying Ashbury. It's Asbury. Yeah, I'm not giving them the respect, bro. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oof. Yeah, dude. Hey, they never gave the respect to Salter FC. They right. won't acknowledge Salter FC at all, dude. Why are you wearing that, dude? Because, dude, we're it was literally opposing, my only clean hoodie. Take it off. That's cold. Okay, so for people who don't know what Salter Football Club is, it's a fake fictionary soccer based out of based out of Salt Lake City, which very much Magna. existed in 1925. That's the founding uh, year of the club. And I can literally say anything, and it's real because I invented it. So in 1941, um, we took a brief break to help with efforts uh, in the World War. And, uh, and and Josh had some involvement. Josh, what was your involvement with Salter FC? With I'm, your great... I'm the club historian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the club historian. Yeah. And Sean is the newly elected head coach because you look like a head coach. Ooh, I'd love that. Well, you did have... The that gentleman that did the post match Lego post that was cool. That was probably dude. That guy was out of England, man. and it was so good. Yeah, that was so good. Let's get back on the wave, bro. I'm gonna throw this out. Could we make the Park Cafe the Salter FC team store? Oh, please, <laughs> and please. sell it at Park. I Cafe. would love it. I want to, dude. There's. There's like a couple things that you guys have done, like T-shirt wise, that I want to steal so bad, dude. Anytime, steal holly. so bad, like the praying, you know, the praying hands yeah. for the football's life. I could do breakfast is life, dude. Let's and chat. Like two hands. Let's chat on a breakfast burrito. Yeah. yeah. And oh, that'd be wow. so sick, dude. Let's chat. That'd be great. Oh, I know. Jo- Josh he's, has he's a lot creative, of great ideas. Dude. He does. He yeah, does. he is. I, you I, too. I told you him. You too. Good. The praying hands idea was Jake's, though. Yeah, it was Jake's. I threw on the football as life. And we, you know, Jake's yeah. got so many good ideas, too. Yeah, he's great. got great We're ideas. We're a creative bunch. You but are. let's chat. We'll make some cool shirts let's for the cafe. It. That'd be fun. All right. Anyways, back to Real Salt Lake. Uh, match preview. Um, I mean, we can keep it very light. We're pretty close to 45 let's, minutes. Anyways. Let's just do a score prediction. Score prediction. Um, Portland coming in. Now, you're totally right, dude, on your assessment of... We were a typical Utah team. So typical Utah teams lose games that they should win. And then the matches that we should lose, (laughs) like we come out harder and we win. That's literally like uh, that applies to BYU. That applies to Utes. That applies to Utah Jazz. Doesn't apply to the Jazz much currently, but not currently, not these seasons. Right. And obviously same with like the Utes or whatever or BYU. Excuse me. BYU is killing it right now. Um I think I think that we pull off a good result uh, versus Portland, uh, but there is just one thing that I do want to check. Um, and you know what? Those details aren't going to come out until tomorrow anyways. Um, I was thinking of like starting lineup. It's, it's stupid to try and get one like now. We could always kind of speculate like who's going to be in the starting lineup, but we're playing at home. We're honoring Kyle Beckerman. Um, we have a Portland coming in that – Maybe full strength, but just like the way that we played against Portland, or excuse me, against San Jose, where we flipped it on basically and got like two goals right and, away. Yeah, well, we got one goal and then we, and then we gave up four, and then we got two with a death. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so like if you come in with that intensity, I finish. I think we could pull a good result. I think we could get like a three-one at home. I think it's going to be reversed from San Jose. I think we get a four-three at home. Okay, what about you, Sean? I was I had three one in my head, and I I mean purely based off of like the emotion of, you know, two Kyle. letdowns and Kyle. And, yeah, yeah, two letdowns and Kyle. Yeah, like, um, Kyle's gonna Kyle. be at home. It's gonna be huge. It's, it's, I expect and it's the last home match. I expect yeah. a sellout crowd. Here's a here's a rundown of the events for Beckerman tomorrow night. By the way, let's hit it. So six p.m. Secret Fun Reveal Part One. Six thirty to seven forty-five. Kyle's gonna be in the AFCU tent on the plaza for autographs and pictures with fans. Cool. 810, Kyle will be escorted to the midfield tunnel. 818, parade and flag entering the field. 820, crowd welcomes Kyle to the field. Uh, 821, a highlight video is going to be played on the big board. 823, uh, they're going to present a jersey to Kyle. 824, Kyle's going to address the crowd, so he'll be ready to cry. Hmm. 828, secret fun reveal part two. 
Uh, 8.30, Kyle's going to exit the field, and we have our kickoff. And then at halftime, a tribute. Um, a couple notable additional items. There's going to be commemorative KB5 posters available at the AFCU tent in the plaza. Hmm. 10,000 KB5 ra- rally towels will be handed out at the entry gates, so get there early so you can get yourself a towel. Nice. Uh, players will be wearing KB5 warm-up tops, uh, KB5 corner flags, special KB5 scarves will be available at the team store. $10 from each scarf purchase will be donated to the Heart of America Foundation. Very cool. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of cool stuff going on tomorrow. It's it's definitely a game. Not I would say, it. yeah, it's a must-go, right? Like, yeah. we never really got to properly say goodbye to our captains. Uh, so I'm let's sad properly I won't be able to go. I try to, uh, yeah. Well, tell MLS that this is an important one. I tried, and they were like, Ugh. Like, you know, we you need you. Can always say no. <laughs> I don't like to say no, but you can. I know. Yeah, but that's why he's doing well. It's because he doesn't. He's gonna run himself ragged now. He is. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the well, trans- let's throw salt air on top of it. <laughs> yeah. well, dude, yeah. all you gotta do is the, like the, all the stuff. Dude, I'll do the what? Besides Hear that, wait, wait. He's what? gonna do the rest. Hear me <laughs> out. <laughs> all you gotta do is all the stuff. Hear me out. Okay. Me and Patch will do the website, the shipping. We'll do everything. All you have to do is the business side and socials. I'll loop Sean in on, on our side. Oh, I'd like to help. You know, I will, we will do everything, and all you got to do is tweet. You know what? A lot of um, a lot of business things that I've been watching lately, it, it, it says that you can get often in your own way if you take everything on. Yeah. And the only way to scale a business is to allow others to help. Boom. So right. I think, yeah, I think you guys are on to something. And, yeah. and then well, you were on to something originally. Yeah. And then every but we're just bandwagoners. Yeah. Essentially. That's great. The club historian wants to get going all the time. Yeah. We'll figure we got it a out. head coach. Yeah. We got our merchandising I, aficionado downstairs. Yeah. I've been working on my temper. I'm not going to yell from the sidelines <laughs> at all. Yeah. No more red cards. Oh, uh, you'd be a really boring mic'd up segment, dude. Well, yeah, I know. I'd be like, good job. Kick guys. it. <laughs> Probably still better than what we see currently. I, I would be really, really good at subs. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be trying, tired. You'd be trying to do he one like tired. every five minutes. <laughs> he looks tired. Yeah. Wow, are you tired? Let's let's get out of here. That's the whole mic'd up segment. <laughs> Is he tired? <laughs> Does he look tired? Does um, he look tired? To someone you? gave him a Red Bull. Yeah. Hey, uh, water. We need water. So. The transparency from the club with the Kyle Beckerman thing, I think, is great. Um, like the actual schedule and the breakdown to the minute. Yeah. Only because I was seeing on social media, some people were like, well, why don't you do something like this for Nick? And they did do cool things for Nick, but... Nick got to say goodbye after he played. Exactly. And everything leading up to that moment, right? Like they were honoring him like on the road. They named the street after him. It was kind of like leading up and build up. But now with Kyle, like sure... You know, the the flags is a nice touch, the secret fun reveal, quote unquote. I, I think it's great that they're basically allowing the fans to prep. And I think it's smart that the way that they're doing it, because in typical Real Salt Lake fashion or any Utah sports, everybody gets there at the, what, like 30th minute? So yeah, late. knowing so, that Kyle's going to be honored prior to the match and, hey, here's a schedule, you have no excuse to show right. up late. You got to be there on time if you want to catch it. And if you're a true RSL fan, your ass better be in the seat. Ready to go and ready to cry. Yes, sir. And bring some uh, bring some stuff to throw, like streamers or something. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> That'll get you kicked out, unfortunately. Yeah, don't do that. Never mind. Never mind. Um, any parting thoughts? Go real. Sean? I love Kyle. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I miss him. I mean, we were talking about yeah. that before we started recording, just how yeah. much miss like having that guy being the face of the club. Even when he was like declining. Still, yeah, see him out still there. The fire never went away. Let me ask you uh, a few things here. Just well, actually, just one question. What do you think the secret fun reveal is? I know what it is, so I'm not going to guess. You know what it is? Yeah, what? you haven't told us. I, I can't tell you on air. Oh man, is it a statue? I wish. Blink twice if it is. Oh, you're not blinking. <laughs> no blinking. He's not that, blinking, dude. dude. Aren't like, your uh, eyes dry right okay, now? Okay, wait. I want to speculate what this is, and okay. let's just throw some ridiculous ones out. Actually, since you know, you can confirm or you can deny. Okay. By blinking okay. By twice. Blinking. No, By no, no. You, twice? Could, you could say yes or no. All right. Uh, is, it a, is it a Kyle Beckerman garden gnome? No. Is it a Kyle Beckerman boombox? No. Is it a Kyle Beckerman 
Uh, oh, what what could they do, dude? Is it a Kyle Beckerman wig that they're giving everybody? <laughs> so everybody's gonna have like dreads. Yes, on? dude, that'd be so yes. cool. They did that with Bellucci back in the day. <laughs> did they? They did. Oh yeah. Um, or I don't. Maybe they didn't do it, but people wore them. Yeah. Okay. Well. Are they like? Th- are they, are they going to slap the number up somewhere in the stadium? I'm sure. Okay. You'll see. Okay. You'll see tomorrow. Let's wrap this up, folks. I got to pee. All Me right. too. Cool, guys. Um, so a few takeaways. <laughs> Kyle Beckerman is the GOAT. Uh, we think that uh, RSL will pull a, a good result tomorrow to hopefully keep the playoffs alive. Um, another takeaway is therapy is a great thing. Look into it. Go get the help that you need. And Salter FC is coming back. Salter FC is coming back. Back, baby. We're back. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. We're so sorry. Uh, guys, why uh, that was beautiful? Yeah, <laughs> follow us Liar. at RSL Show um, on the socials. Again, brought to you by KSL Sports on the KSL Sports Network. We'll see you next week, Woo-hoo! or even sooner. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.